Hi, I'm Aldias in Medium, and thank you so much for tuning in today. I want to try to bring religion and spirituality closer together, and this is what this pod is all about. I will talk about my own thoughts and feelings as I am both LDS and have spiritual gifts, something that I've had my whole life, but I always thought that it was hard to combine these gifts with my religion. This has torn me into two directions and I have talked to many people who feel the same way. I can't choose not to have my spiritual gifts, but I can choose how I use them. And I always want to use them for good and to help others. I believe my heavenly parents gave them to me for a reason. So. This is me. Join my quest for knowledge. Men versus Women 4 I love the title in this chapter. Law number one. Men and women are not created equal. What does he mean by that? Well, isn't it obvious to everyone who is human that men and women are so different in so many aspects? Mark Unger says, In fact, the only thing we seem to have in common is that we come from the same species. Other than that, We have different views of the world, different values, and we operate by different set of rules. And ain't that the truth? I have lived well, at least half a life, and everything I've learned up to now confirms this statement. Of course, it's not all black and white. But if we speak of the multitude and not single people that is outside this framework, I think I agree. To make a point, he takes an example of a public bathroom. Men go in to do what they came for, and leaving without making eye contact. Women tend to look at public bathrooms as more of a friend zone, where you can strike up conversations and chat to strangers and sometimes bond in the bathroom. The fact that girls go to the bathroom in groups is normal. I grew up with spending time in bathrooms with my friends, but I don't think I've ever witnessed any man joining another to the bathroom. He points out more differences. Which ones do you agree with? Men have sex, women make love. Men like things, women like people. Men don't get lost. When women get lost, they ask for directions. Men are hunters, women gather. Men protect, women nurture. Does this mean that one is better than the other? I think not. I think we are created to balance each other's weaknesses with our own strengths. Too often we get frustrated because of these differences. But honestly, wouldn't it be boring if we were alike? Mark says, a loving, intimate marriage relationship will leave room for gender differences without making the assumption that the other is wrong. I think it is important to look at the differences and understand how and why we are created the way we are. In a relationship, we have different strong points to bring stability to a union. God created us as men and women for a reason, to help and strengthen each other. In trying to be the best healer I can, I've taken numerous classes. The more I learn, the more I realize that I have left to learn. But do I honestly need to do everything myself? No, I don't. Because if I did, I would have to study and never get started in actually doing what I learn. I have to leave room for people to compliment me. And it's the same in a relationship. It's a team working together. Now, when the new Top Gun is out, haven't seen it yet, but I heard it was good. But I love the original. Anyway, in the plane, they were two. One in the front steering the plane, and one in the back helping out, looking around, and doing what the pilot couldn't. In Rally, they have a driver and they have a navigator. And they work together in a team, each one having their own purpose. 
and in life that should be it too. A team, working together, having each other's backs, striving towards a common goal, relying and cherishing each other's strengths. Next he says, and listen to this, we assume our gender distinctions are right for both genders, but the truth is, men make lousy women, and women make lousy men. Anyone who has ever had a baby, I think, can sign off to the truth of that. Men can sleep through the night, wake up in the morning, look at you and say, Honey, wasn't it a good night? The baby slept the whole night. And you look at him and say, No, the baby woke up five times. You just didn't hear it. I've been talking to so many frustrated moms who told me this story, and it was true in my relationship too. My ex just didn't hear the baby crying at night. He probably would have woken up if a burglar came into the house or a wild animal, but a crying baby, not even a reaction. So the female answer was to force the man to wake up and stay awake with her. I've heard this too a lot. Wake him up and force him to be awake if the mom is awake with the baby. The result is two really tired parents. I loved after a bad night that the father took the child in the morning and let me have some sleep in time instead. That gave me more time to sleep without the baby in the room and it gave them some quality time bonding. In the world we live in today, where genders are more and more a fluent concept, in Sweden we have the concept of han, hon, hen, and it's like he, she, um, not it or that. It's more neither or both kind of concept. Girls should be allowed to play with cars, and it's really important in school not to put any labels on any sort of object or activity to make everything gender neutral. But is this really working, or does it just create more confusion? Mark talks about research done from the 1980s and forward that all point to a conclusion that gender is more established in our DNA than we might think. It shows that if you take young boys and girls and put them on an island, they will divide naturally, and the boys will hunt and choose a leader, and the girls would make dolls and play house. This is what we are naturally. Why are we trying so hard to change this order of nature? I come back to the movement of feminists, and I think it's such a wrong name for it. For me, the feminists movement is all about trying to be men, and not celebrating anything that we as women stand for, our qualities and our strengths. So I would like to call it meninisms instead, because they say they fight for women's rights and equality, but in doing that, they acknowledge that they think we are less, because if they really thought women and men were equal, there is no need to fight for it. And if a woman would like to have children and stay at home with them, she gets shamed and told she's stuck in a woman trap. And studies show that women are more nurturing. It's who we are. And we are supposed to be ashamed of that and go for being hunters and climbing the corporate ladder instead. Forgive me for feeling confused about this. Women shaming women for being women and doing what's in our DNA. This leads to the next quote. Refusing to understand and appreciate our male-female differences or trying to cover them up results in tragedy. Chaos, conflict and unhappiness rule. When individuals in a marriage cannot be who they are or feel marginalized for being who they are, they retreat into fake behavior, fight or flee. There is certainly no intimacy where we can be known and loved. For me, this is true in so many levels. Maybe the biggest problem in my late marriage was this. But not in order to gender more to who I was and the spiritual gifts that I had, and had to hide away and grow in the dark in order to fit in and feel accepted. 
I could never talk openly of talking to spirits, having experienced healing miracles or anything out of the norm. A big part of who I was, I had to hide it and be careful who I showed this side of myself to in order to not feel judged. Sometimes I was just sitting there smiling but crying on the inside. It was tough. It has taught me though that I'd rather be alone and true to myself than in a relationship where I have to hide any aspect of myself ever again. I know it talked about the glasses and changing the glasses from me-orientated to them-orientated. And it tells a story about a man getting on a bus with a bunch of children. And they tear the bus apart and make noise and are everywhere. And the person telling the story is upset that the father don't have more discipline or rebuke his children. So he goes to the father and try to tell him that the children is a nuisance to others on the bus. And the father answers that they are coming from the hospital where they had to watch their mother pass away an hour earlier, and he really don't know what to do. In an instant, the scenario changed, and he was filled with compassion and understanding, and he could see the behavior of the children for what it was, grief, uncertainty, and all the other emotions that they couldn't control. Still the same bus, still children disturbing, but now he knew the why, and in the knowing came compassion, understanding, and patience. So do we know what anyone else is going through in their life? No. We only understand what we see and hear. Do we see the whole truth? No. We only see what we are shown, and that is barely the tip of the iceberg. So should we judge anyone? No. The Lord tells us over and over again that the judgment is His, and only His. So in closing, remember this. Men and women are not created equal but they are to be treated equal in terms of political or moral equality, such as opportunity, pay, influence, and respect. We should rejoice in our differences. It is not called opposite sex for no reason. God made us men and women for a reason, and we should embrace the gifts, talents, and traits He gave us. In order for us to find real intimacy, we need to be naked in terms of who we are and our differences with each other, and value each other's differences and put them to use where they serve the best. This became a long episode, but it was a fun chapter to read. So until next time, be the light, share the light, spread the light, shine. This is my journey. Thank you so much for keeping me company today. Please download, like, share and subscribe and help spread the light and spread the word to expand our community. Let's bring more love, peace and unity to this world. Take care of yourself and your loved ones. Always be grateful, kind and loving. Be brave and remember to step out of your comfort zone and smile. If you support us on Patreon, you will get access to our meditations and extra materials so you can download them as mp3. Also, we now have a Facebook group which you can access from our Facebook community. Please answer the questions as you apply to participate. It will be a safe haven where we can keep discussing religion and spirituality, our spiritual gifts and self-development. Remember, one person can make a difference, but together we can change the world.